Konnichiwa. Howdy, y'all. I'm Leslie. And I am Laurie. Welcome to Sumo Kaboom. And this week we're talking about day four through ten of the Aki Basho that is happening right now as we are recording this episode. And I don't know about you, but I am loving it. I can't wait to talk about it. I'm super excited about it. And I'm really excited to talk about day four, six, eight, and ten. And this Basho is definitely exactly the way I thought it was going to be. Completely un predictable. Um, Agreed. Completely unpredictable. So is our bingo game. We strangely had somebody get bingo on day four, which is pretty much impossible, but I really appreciate all the passion behind it um, because you've got to have somebody with at least eight wins or eight losses to even get on the board. But thank you for putting all sorts of passion behind your bingo. And hopefully when you do get that bingo, you're going to come right back in and win it. You're going to go big for the win. So anybody else playing bingo out there, keep watching. Send in your bingo card when you can because the makikoshis and the kachikoshis are starting to come in hard. That's absolutely right. It is getting very exciting. And thank you for everyone who keeps sending us all of the pictures. If you're over there at the tournament, we are getting all of your pictures, all of your comments, all of your social media. We are just eating it up. So thank you. But before we break into our breakdowns from day four to 10, I don't have really any news because the news news of this week is all about the Ba Show, but we do have a poem that was sent in by one of our listeners, and I definitely want to take some time right now to read it for read it for all of you to enjoy. Here we go. This is there's a couple of poems. Poem one. Ura, Ura, he's our man. He can do it. Yes, he can. Crouches low, avoids a slap down, counters with push up and pulls to ground. Poor Hoshoryu, now at three and five, he's flirting with Kadaban on his first Ozeki drive. <laughs> That's the end of that one. Okay, um, which kind of gives you, gives away a little bit of, uh, <laughs> a little bit of Hoshoryu's <laughs> journey. Here is poem two. Here we go. Flying monkey got him. Way to go. If you keep TK moving, he'll tire and slow. Face plant into row two, never a pretty sight. Persistence by Toby Zaru won this thrusty fight. Oh, that was good. That was good. That was good. And I will be bringing that fight up to talk about later. So let that Perfect. just be a little preview. <laughs> and here's the last poem, poem three. Karishima loses to Takano show. Didn't think that would happen. Got to earn some, oh, got to eat some crow. Alternatively, I, I, I didn't say that at all right. That was the best poetry reading I've ever heard. Let's just say I don't have a career in poetry reading. But this is all from our friend, Little Miss Sumo, who sent in these fabulous poems. So thank you, Little Miss Sumo. We always love poetry. Thank you for contributing. These are beautiful. Beautiful. Yes. And like I said, we had no news. So let's just jump straight into day four. Great. Day four started with a cracker of about between adorable Atami Fuji right after there was an adorable interview with him on the TV. Wait, before I get into this, it's been a little bit harder 
for us international fans to watch sumo this time because those of us that get our sumo over nato sumo is just not around this time so it's it's harder to find and you have to go to different places to watch it and some of the places i've ended up I'm getting to see like more and different views and I'm just viewing sumo in a whole different way, which is great. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. And this one channel I was watching gave me much more interviews than I would normally see in the highlights. And oh. so I had to really appreciate that because on this day, they showed the most adorable interview with Atami Fuji and his like adorable <laughs> lisp that he has. And he just in all of his cuteness all of his cuteness for display. And then he jumped up and completely dispatched Tricky Chiyoshoma. Chiyoshoma tried all the leg trips. He tried everything he could think of, but he just, he wasn't strong enough to move Atami Fuji even a foot. It it was awesome to watch. And Atami Fuji eventually just moved aside and with a beltless arm throw, just put Chiyoshoma down. I loved it. And I really do adore that kid. And I'm just so glad that his sumo has gotten even better since the last time he was in the top division. So we get to enjoy his skill. That was one of my fights. He is as cute as a button. He really is. Very cute. Oh my God. So that the day started on a high note for me with that fight. There were so many other great fights, but I'm going to skip all the way to the Kochanawaka fight on day four. Mm. One of my favorite things, one of my favorite kind of like mentions that Murray did on some coverage on days one, two, and three, he talked about how Kotonawaka, not that Kotonawaka needed to improve his sumo at all, but he needed to improve his pregame face. Did you catch that? No, I did not. He talked about how Kotonawaka needed to learn to be more fierce in the face because he just didn't look mean enough (laughs) (laughs) which i think is the most hysterical note you could give a sumo sumo wrestler right nothing to do with skill just like what are you presenting to your opponent when you walk in the room and i get it like you want to scare your opponent a little bit i get it well kotonawaka got the note and he walked in on day four looking tougher than i've ever seen him look he completely worked his eyebrow to like the top of his head he, he was like playing with this whole new confident scary look that he had and it completely worked against takanosho <laughs> takanosho had absolutely no answer kajanawaka trapped him moved him out just like an amazon package i'm just gonna pick you up right here and take you out over there so Good job, Kota Nawaka, on your game face. <laughs> uh, I have to mention Wakamoto Haru and his fight against Meisei. There was a ton of buildup to this fight on day four. It took them, I was watching long footage. I was really taking my time watching the sumo this day. And it took them a real long time to match up their breathing. It was way more exciting than the sumo. Wakamoto Haru won this one. <laughs> I could watch Wakamoto Haro just breathe for three hours and be perfectly happy with it. So I'm going to mention Wakamoto Haro. I think you would get bored. I don't think I would. I'm pretty sure you're going to get really bored. Okay. Those traps are pretty exciting to watch, (laughs) even when it's just breathing. So as a single lady, I just really appreciated it. And it was pretty. Well, I think on our two. 
we might reevaluate, but it's all right. <laughs> you can say that, but it's okay. I can, I can appreciate the breathing and his sumo against Maysay on day four. Loved it. Okay. But I, I do have to skip to, uh, to the end. All right. I'm, I, I loved Shodai versus Hoshoryu on day four. Hoshoryu just leapt out at the Tachiai and he had Shodai against the ropes. If there were ropes, he had Shodai against them. And Hoshoryu thrust again. I thought it was going to be the winning move. And Shodai spun away from Hoshoryu. Somehow he grabbed underneath Hoshoryu's underarm as he spun and he took Hoshoryu's upper body forward and sort of knocking him over Shodai's leg, over his own leg. And then Hoshoryu's feet slipped. What it looked like is Shodai spun away and Hoshoryu fell down behind Shodai in the ring. And then Shodai just completed the spin and walked back to his spot like nothing at all had happened. It was hilarious. It was just like the most ultimate move from the master of chaos that Shodai is. I really remember like standing up and and screaming, no way. How did he do that? It was awesome. Do you remember that fight? I do. And uh, even though I did not stand up uh, and squeal, I did have that inside. But you and I watch sumo differently. Yes, we do. And by the way, if you're listening, Larry is out of town and uh, this is following me being out of town. So we're not watching together. We are recording separately and experiencing sumo separately. But I can only imagine that where you're at, the nice lady that's sharing the Airbnb with you must be like this this lady's crazy. <laughs> this lady, this lady's a little nuts. Now they know to check in with me every day. They're like, okay, who's winning today? It's pretty funny. <laughs> All right. I do have one more that I want to mention on day four. Asanayama versus Takakesho. I am really loving watching Asanayama go back at it with these Sanyaku men because I feel like we have not seen this since well, we just haven't seen it in a while, right? He's been climbing back up the ranks. Right. And I think this is the first time they've met. I could be wrong, but I it seemed like it's the first time they've met since Asanayama was an Ozeki. And so I went into this about just going, okay, how's it going to be? Is Asanayama ready for this? Is he ready for the big boys? Is he? Well, Takakesho shoved once. He shoved twice to Asanayama's chest, and then he did it like a push to the side, and then he grabbed the back of Asanayama's head and took him straight down. Takakesho yeah. looked stronger and way more stable than Asanayama did, and I have to give Takakesho major props for this win. He looked so dominant and just amazing against Asanayama, who just didn't look ready for the cannonball that Takakesho is. Right. I definitely am enjoying watching Asanoyama kind of get recalibrated with all of these guys that he was fighting before he got suspended. And so, yeah, it is interesting to see them match up again. And you can see what he lost in that year of suspension is fighting with these guys consistently. And it's kind of like watching one of these new Ozekis kind of struggle and figure out, oh, that's what it feels like with this guy. So, yeah, yeah, it's, like, it's oh, fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That is what it's like. It's like him going, oh, yeah, I forgot it was this strong this fast and 
I mean, major props. He's gotten himself back up here super fast. And this is kind of the first time that it just seems like there's a little rust on him. But a lot that was really unexpected in day four. And I had to really appreciate that which was unexpected. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You ready for day five? Yep. Let's do it. Uh, Sadness report on Aoyama. He's still sad, but he wasn't as sad on day five because he got his 500th win. So this is the first win of the Basho. We know he's still very sad about not having his buddy Tochinoshin there, but he managed (laughs) to beat Nishiki Fuji, who basically, it seems like everyone's kind of beating Nishiki Fuji. But anyway, he got a nice Takikomi slap down, so that was good. I'd like to say also that Hokuseiho versus Miyoguru was interesting because these veterans keep finding all kinds of ways to bring down the big man. And Miyoguru got an unintentional chiropractic session because he was lifting up around the waist of Hokuseiho. He just like lifted him up and walked him out. But Hokuseiho was trying some sort of headlock throw, which must have felt like being in the midst of some sort of nutcracker experience because <laughs> Miyoguru's head just kind of was the nut, but he got the win. But I was like, how is he lifting up and literally walking Hokuseiho out with that man vice gripping on his head and trying to twist it off at the same time. Blew my mind, but yeah, he got the win. Too. Also, I'm just going to say this now. I'm loving Mitaki Yumi's energy. I feel like that's a storyline that's interesting to me. Besides the Atami Fuji storyline, Mitaki Yumi is looking like the old Mitaki Yumi of yesteryear, and he must be feeling healthy. He got a win over Midori Fuji with an Oshidashi win. uh, So that was nice. But let's talk a little bit more about Shodai. Shodai versus Ura. Now, Shodai gave us his pure magic at the edge. He managed to get himself pushed right up against the edge by Ura and overpowered as it seemed. And just as he's, he's just so good at doing this, right at the edge, he scoots to the side and lays out Ura into the dirt beside him. It is Shodai's best move, and I don't know exactly what that is besides a tush push to the side, which is not a proper kimarite, <laughs> but somehow it's just his best move. He absorbs the tachiai, he gets rushed back, and then that magical sidestep at the edge for the win, and it works with a thrust down to the dirt of Ura. I'm- you know what it is? It's his style of sumo. It is his brand of sumo, yep. which is just... Eek your way out of a situation. (laughs) Also, if he was ever driving and had to get out of a ticket with a police officer, I'm willing to bet that Shodai would be able to just get a warning. I bet he's really good at just getting by. I bet he's really (laughs) good. eking out of tricky situations. (laughs) I bet he's really good in crowds. He just like ekes to the side of people, one side and the other, and he could just weave his way through, no problem. Yep. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I am going to skip over your favorite, Wakamoto Haru, and go right to the best bout of the day, which was Kirishima versus Asanoyama. This is by far the best bout of the day. Both of these guys have a very powerful, very powerful tachiai. Asanoyama is obviously the bigger man, but he does move just as fast as Kirishima does. And Kirishima's pretty darn fast. I just... I love this matchup. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, me too. So Asanayama, he locks up with Karishima post-Tachiai to kind of slow the rhythm up top, but not for that long. Karishima tries all the tricks in the bag, and with each one, Asanayama stays grounded and does his own sort of thrashing about on Karishima to kind of keep him from moving all around, which is kind of what I guess his game plan was. Get in there, move fast, keep Asanayama guessing. Well, he manages to keep him square in front of him. Well, Asanayama tries a makikai. Uh, I think they're latched up at this point. He tries a makikai to get a better grip, but Karishima moves backward. Karishima is like bagatrix, bagatrix, bagatrix. What do I got? He tries a sodogake. It doesn't work. But if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. And that's what he does. He eventually gets inside. He gets an inside grip and has Asanoyama pulled upright. At that point, he pulls Asanoyama closer into towards him, goes for the leg trip again, and it works like easy peasy one, two, three. And Asanoyama goes down like a huge tree falling to the earth. It was a huge head thud on the ground, which had me worried for Asanoyama. He wasn't happy about this loss, you could tell, but I think he will remember this one. And um, I think he'll be like, next time, <laughs> next time that won't happen again. But I just, I just love that Kirishima, every time I watch him, I feel like I'm watching a youthful, like younger Kakaru. how fast and agile and just how clever he was in the moment. And I feel like that's what I'm watching when I watch Kirishima these days. And Asanoyama for all of his strengths, watching him learn in the moment what it's like to go up against these guys who've gotten so much better since he spent a year out of the mix, you know? You know you've been watching Sumo a pretty good long time if you can see the habits of a Sumo wrestler's elder or Oyakata in their own brand of sumo. That's pretty cool, Leslie. Well, think about it. We're all seeing that with Goedo and Gonoyama. Uh -huh. Like, I'm totally loving watching Gonoyama kind of be molded into the kind of wrestler that Goedo was in his heyday. And that is, that is so exciting to me. Uh, we had a Takake show A game against Abi, just a Tachi eye blast, a follow through. Abi had zero answer, and he was just pretty much beat by pure power. And that's what I've got for day five. Okay, day six, so much fun. So much fun. <laughs> <sighs> I have to mention Mitakeyumi versus Atami Fuji. It, what's really fun? about having these guys that are lower Maegashira do so well is all their fights come at the beginning of the day. You don't have to wait till the end of the day, you know what I mean, for these really exciting fights. Yes. So Mitakeyumi versus Atami Fuji came up early. And this is like two Mack trucks going, just like trying to push each other off the road. That is what it's like. Two very large men. Mitakeyumi pushed. Mitakeyumi pulled. Mitakeyumi pushed again. There was a really long standoff. Each of them just like looking exhausted, leaning into each other. And then Atami Fuji flipped Mitakeyumi down <laughs> and then stepped his own heel out of the ring at the very same time. So, oh, <laughs> it was exciting. And there, the Amanui was called and then we had a Tori Naoshi. So we got it again the rematch that atami fuji appeared to have won with an uwatanage 
But again, it was close. It was close. We had another Monoe. And I thought, have we ever had a three-fur? We've had a two-fur. I know. But have we right. ever had a three-fur? Well, they talked about it at the end of the second match. And then they decided that the Goji got the call right. It was close. But Atami Fuji walked away with this win. And this was the first time on day six. I was like, all right, y'all, Atami Fuji, like he heard what I said about him last week. <laughs> he heard that I'm in. I'm on the Atami Fuji train. And he is giving me the basho of his life. Day six, there it was against Mitakiyumi. So on the Atami Fuji train. Just a little mention here, like Wakamoto Haru's traps. I will never tire of watching Midori Fuji beat Hokuseho. The tallest and the smallest. The winning move was a simple Yorikiri, but the match was anything but simple. Midori Fuji timed it perfectly with a gorgeous pull on the belt of Hokuseho. He pulled that belt to the side. At the same time, he blocked Hokuseho's foot so that Hokuseho couldn't move that foot anywhere and rebalance himself. And he just set it up perfectly. It happened last time too, last Basho, when the last time they met, Midori Fuji won as well. And it is just worth the price of admission for me, personally. Another match that I really loved, Takayasu just made a complete snack of Gonoyama with one sideways push that put Gonoyama on his back and off the doyo. It was the most complete and ultimate push I think I have ever seen. And then Takayasu was like, okay, great. What's for dinner? Is it you? <laughs> no, I guess you were my snack for the day. He, Takayasu was just looking strong and just coming across as a solid, strong wrestler. But I'm going to say now, I'm going to say that Takayasu is not going to win this tournament. There is no way he's going to win this tournament. <laughs> but only because... Not a chance <laughs> in hell is this guy going to win the tournament. <laughs> only because we're his biggest fans, y'all. And the minute we start getting behind him, he starts to lose. So we're it, that's changing right. He has tactic. not a shot. <laughs> yeah, he's not never going to make it. I can't even pretend. I can't even pretend that I'm not for it. <laughs> I know. But I just had to appreciate that win on that day. I'm going to skip... Uh, over so much beautiful sumo that I loved. And just talk about Big D, Big Daesho versus Ura. Love this fight. Big D pushed Ura back. Back, back, back. And then couldn't quite push Ura over the bales because Ura has that amazing back bend. Couldn't quite finish it off. Ura grabbed Daesho like right at the armpits. And to escape... Daesho stepped back. He tried to pull Aura down. Aura kept running forward while Daesho was running backward. And he tried to flip Aura at the same time, but ran out of real estate. Daesho just lost. But the best thing about the whole fight was that Aura just not so subtly launched himself into the most stellar flipping, flying through the air finish that looked like it could have been like in an Olympic trampoline routine. It was amazing. The, f the photo finish was amazing. And the audience just loved it. Aura took down Daesho and we all loved it. And I think yes. maybe one of the poems that Little Miss Sumo wrote was inspired by moves like this that Ura keeps giving the fans. And we love it. We love it. Okay. I just have to give major props to Kirishima or Kirishima 
Because when he fought Shodai on day six, Shodai looked to be in the driver's seat. He was throwing off Kirishima's arms. He was pushing Kirishima's back. But who executed the lovely Squinage at the end? It would be Kirishima. Kirishima used Shodai's best style of sumo <laughs> and won against the Master of Chaos. In yes. Shodai-type fashion. It was great. It was a mighty throw. And the only reason I said but is because we were treated to yet another wonderful bout of sumo. Right at the very end of the day, Hoshoryu versus Asanayama. This is the match I have been waiting for. I've been waiting for this. There was a forearm blast right at the top from Asanayama, which I thought, oh, that's a different move. Okay, go for that forearm blast. You got it. You don't know what to expect from this guy, Hoshoryu. He just became Oseki. Yeah, all right. Could be anything. You got it. Each of them got a hold of the belt. Asanayama threw, uh, like he wanted to throw a nage, wanted to throw that, you know, throw. Hoshoryu recovered from it. And then Hoshoryu threw this huge full body throw in response and followed it up with a little extra leaning juice and completely beat Asanayama with the most gorgeous throwing about I have seen in a long time. And he received a huge wad of cash. And it was great because... Hoshoryu hasn't had the best record thus far in the tournament, and I was just so excited that he beat Asanayama on this day. It was just an exciting bout, and I think uh, he won with the Shitatanage, I believe yes. is what it was. I've been waiting for it. Yeah, it was as fun looked... as I hoped it would be. That's it for day okay. six. Uh, day six, that was six. Now let's go for seven. Now here's the funny part about what I did this week is I took extensive notes on day six. <laughs> <laughs> thinking it was my day. day. And then when I got to seven, I looked at my notes and was like, oh, I did yesterday. So I just can write, jot down a few notes for day seven. So I have approximately four sentences. And now you now, now you all know how we break this down. We, one of us takes the leads on the evens or odds day, days. And uh, would you like to hear the notes I took thinking I was not taking notes on this day. Yes. Here are the notes. Atami Fuji gets another win and stays on the leaderboard. Now, who it, knows what that match was? Who knows what it <laughs> I was? I could tell you. But I'll tell you, you know, what? see between both of our notes, we're going to have a breakdown because here was my note. Atami it was him Fuji. against Kageyaki. Yeah, okay. But I wrote, Atami Fuji, exclamation point. The look, the nod went to 6-1. <laughs> Explanation point, explanation point, exclamation point. Maybe this is the way to do each daily breakdown. So that was, I was just pumped to see. I mean, Kakiyaki is not, I mean, he's Magashira 16, but, uh, and Atami Fuji is Magashira 15, but I, uh, not to say that Kagiaki is easy to beat, but I was just glad to see, here we go. This train is still moving. Okay. Endo wins for the best sportsmanship because he laid out a perfect win over, uh, who did he fight? Uh, Endo versus Hiradumi. And he laid him down uh, like on a bed of hay. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah, it was very sweet. Right? It, was, it was a Yori Teoshi win. It was a cr crush out, a frontal crush out, I think of some type. And he was like, I'm going to crush you to the dirt. But right before you get there, I'm going to lay you down gently, which I thought was interesting and noteworthy apparently i don't remember the fight i just remember how it looked when he went down and i i enjoyed that i was like that is a gentleman if i've yeah. ever seen one 
If you could put that move over some song that's like, girl, I want to lay you down, that would be great. Yes. But is that a real song or did you just make that up? I think it's partially a real song that I wasn't remembering correctly. (laughs) So it's happening. Somewhere between. Okay. (laughs) Also, Takiyasu owned little Midori Fuji when Midori Fuji thought, I'm going to get clever because this guy's a beast and I'm going to try to hanka him. And Takiyasu was like, oh, no, no, that does not work on me. And he watched him like crazy. Once Midori Fuji post Tachi, tried to move over to the side. Takiyasu just swallowed him up, just swallowed him whole and then uh, grabbed on and did a beautiful Uwatanage uh, and brought Takiyasu to a six and one record. Yeah. But again, we're not fans. He's never going to take this. He's, he won't it's take just it. Not, He's yeah. never going to win a tournament. It's not. <laughs> and then <laughs> the last bout of the day is one of my favorite matchups ever. This was good times because from what I do remember, it was Shodai held strong up against Takakesho's A game, post Tachiai blast. And you know, I saw that video of how hard Shodai clinched that like uh, strength meter with his hands and he like yeah. beat everybody else. And yeah. everyone's like, Shodai is really, really strong. And I was like, yeah, but he's so leggy and tall. I don't see it. But in that match, I thought he is going up toe to toe with the cannonball himself. And he didn't retreat post blast. He really stood his ground up against Takakesho. And he uh, he got a frontal push out, I think, or force out or what it was, Oshidashi on Takakesho. I was like, is that not reversed? But it is. It my eye saw it. Shodai beat Takakesho with a with a blast to the chest. And from what I recall of that match, he showed I got slapped quite a few times. Hard. Twice. He got brutally smacked twice. Yeah. Because I watched and- it in slow-mo and I was like, <laughs> ow, ow, ouch. And he still met Takakesho push for push, shove for shove. Like he never went backwards, only forward. I was, yeah. And then rounding out the day, Kirishima easily beat Tamawashi, who is, I adore him. He has the worst record of anyone zero and seven at this yeah. point. So let's just say Tamawashi is first from behind in this first tournament. From behind. As yeah, my yeah, dad yeah. would say it. Yeah. Did you write anything on uh, Nishkiki versus Hoshoryu? No, I have four, four okay. sentences. All right. <laughs> I remember this is the day that Mr. Thunderpants won over Hoshoryu. And it was mm. tremendous. <laughs> Because as much as I love Hoshoryu, I've said this before, I love to watch him lose because he doesn't like it. And there's just something fantastically wonderful about when Nishkiki beats him. (laughs) And he did it. And that's all the note I wrote on the fight. There (laughs) we go. That's what happens. We both don't take great notes. But let's move on to day eight. (laughs) All right. I took so many ridiculous notes on day eight because the entire day was so fun. Aoyama depression report. Atami Fuji pushed him out with an Oshidashi. Uh, taking Atami Fuji to 7-1, and I'm still on the Atami Fuji train. Uh, Chiyoshoma 
Hankard on day eight. I'm glad he waited until day eight. Uh, he only had one win before day eight. And so I think desperate measures call for desperate moves. And thus gave us the Henka. And it did work on day eight against Nish Kifuji. So well done, Chiyoshoma. Hokuseiho gave Kotoshoho a very, very bad day by wrapping up one of Kotoshoho's legs with one of his own. And he, then he just held on to Kotoshoho's belt and then pushed Kotoshoho's chin back until Kotoshoho could not stand on his feet anymore. <laughs> It was called a Yori Taoshi. It just looked like I'm going to hold on to your belt, like hold on to your leg at the same time and push you back by the chin. That was a Hokuseiho win. All right. Takayasu completely took down Mitakeyumi and went to seven to one. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Takayasu is at seven and one. He's never, he's just not going to get that Kachikoshi. And we'll leave it at that. Wakamoto Haru met Tamawashi, and I am only mentioning this because Wakamoto Haru won, and it gave us our first Makikoshi of the entire tournament. I'm sorry to say that it was Tamawashi. So see, Tamawashi yes. is a winner in some ways. He was the first bingo square to be filled. All right, yes. let's go to Hoshoryu versus Ura. There was, as you would expect... Anybody fighting Ura, you can expect a very low Tachi eye usually, and that's what happened. Super, super low, but Hoshoryu can get really low. He still has those like young man knees, and he can get way, way down there. So it was really low meeting of the minds here. There was uh, one push and another push to the side, all of those from Ura, and that got Hoshoryu just enough off balance that it was over. I couldn't yeah. believe it. It was so fast and it was just pushes from Ura that did it. There there was no real aggression. You know, everybody's a bit wary of Ura. They don't want to get too close. I think that didn't help Hoshoryu here. I think when you're meeting somebody like Ura who's so fast that you don't want to jump in so much, but this time it just it just didn't help Hoshoryu at all. And it took Hoshoryu to 3 and 5. Uh, but that win took Ura to five and three. So mirroring records there that I thought were really fun. Tobizaru moved so quickly while Takakesho swatted with all of his might. And this just continued for a really, really, really long time until Takakesho appeared to just run a little bit out of gas. And uh, Tobizaru gave one final shove that took Takakesho off the doyo unfortunately, right into the crowd, and it looked as if he hit his eye on someone's leg. And it Oof. took Takakesho a really long time to stand up after that, and he was like grimacing in the face, and so I was kind of worried that he had done something to his eye when he fell. I don't know. It was a bit wonky how it ended, and I was a bit concerned about Takakesho. But kudos to Tobizaru for that win. So at the halfway point... <laughs> Uh, the guys at the lead at the halfway point, Takayasu and Atami Fuji, fully on board for either one of these trains, but I'm not going to talk about it too much because I don't want to jinx it. And That's then there's right. a wh whole bunch of guys. There were four guys at six and two on that day. And that takes us into day nine. That's right. Let's talk about day nine. Okay. 
the Atami Fuji train again, him versus Kinbozan. Atami Fuji tachiyais and gets a strong left hand grip and pulls Kinbozan close while digging his head into his chest. This was great textbook sumo as Atami Fuji continued to drive and that forward movement post tachiyai uh, he used to just run Kinbozan backwards and out. I mean, it was textbook Yori Kitty, and he is sitting at eight and one, everyone. Maegashira 15, eight and one. We had Shodai versus Meisei. This was a beauty of a Sotogake, um, which brought uh, Shodai down when he was actually doing pretty good on his own post-Tachiai with some more forward movement, which I'm really enjoying seeing. He didn't just kind of absorb. He like looked strong, Shodai did. But alas, Meisei was clever when he pulled Shodai in and close, locked around his leg with his own and sent Shodai backwards and into the dirt. It was beautiful. Beautiful execution of a sotogake. Nishikigi versus Hokuto Fuji. I just love two bulls, two powerhouses locked up and they tried to outpower each other. Uh, it was a tough go because just as Nishikigi was managing to move Hokuto Fuji backwards and almost out, he fell forward and hit the dirt. So he was just a bit too far forward. So Hokuto Fuji seized on that, grabbed onto Nishikigi's chest and thrusted him downwards and he hit the dirt hard. So Hokuto Fuji got that win. All right. And then uh, Ura versus Karishima. Ura tried to stay low. Karishima was tricky and hopped all around to try to get in and under. Anyway, in the end, Ura pulls back on Karishima. Karishima goes with it and charges back on Ura. He runs him out with this pointy elbow of a thrust. Ura tries to move laterally, but it doesn't work. And he sort of flips himself in the air instead, which was really fun to see. I mean, Ura did a like a flip. It was it was really cool. So in an Oshitayoshi win for Kirishima. And then the last bout of the day I want to chat about is Kotonowaka versus Hoshoryu. I, I wrote Hoshoryu honks, which is clearly a typo. <laughs> Maybe he did honk. I don't know. Maybe he did. Hoshoryu hankered. Kotonowaka doesn't allow that and he stays grounded and pivots well to stay centered on Hoshoryu. Hoshoryu has a good right outside grasp on Kotonowaka and moves him backwards, but Kotonowaka, he breaks the grip. Just then, Hoshoryu charges and Kotonowaka gets pushed to the edge, but beautifully grabs that Hoshoryu right elbow with his left, skirts leftward, like to the left, to the side, and lays Hoshoryu into the into the dirt all while staying in, but just barely staying in. So there was a Manawi that was called. And I have to say it was, for me, I think it was close enough for Tori Neoshi. But apparently that's not the way it went. Kotonowaka's heel basically touched to me at the same time as Hoshoryu's elbow. But the call was reversed from what it was originally. The original declaration was Hoshoryu win and it went to Kotonowaka. It was a Kotonage win for Kotonowaka. But uh, I thought that was really interesting because of all the bouts that we've seen have Tori Neoshis, this was one that I was like, this looked too close to me. What I appreciated is this judge wasn't sure at all. Who won? He, like, if you looked at him at the end of the match, he was just kind of like, he looked at his fan and was like, uh, that way. That That way? That way. He's got to pick away. And I think it's a toss-up at that point, but. Yeah, so 
I could tell simply from the small pause that the Gyoji took that it was super close and it would have been real easy to get incorrect. So I'm just glad they have video and can go back and watch those things. And I kind of appreciate when the Gyoji is just as confused as I am. <laughs> I like That's it. all I've got for day nine. Okay, two things I want to talk about on day nine. Tamawashi injury. Do you think there, there's got to be an injury there, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I haven't seen a record this bad, so I, I don't know. But he looked like he was trying some trying some new techniques. Maybe he's just down. Maybe he's just having a <laughs> tough time. Leslie always goes to I mental mean, health. I always go to injury. I'm like, he doesn't. I mean, they're real people. Yeah. So he they might just be having an off day at the office. But he never takes a day off. Even if he's injured, I think he's injured. And he just never takes a day off. Okay, that takes us to day 10. Day 10. Uh, really? This whole very exciting, very smashing day of sumo for me. One of the best fights came up early and it was Takayasu versus Atami Fuji. All right. There was a huge hit at the beginning. And uh, Takayasu went in immediately with pushing. And then it really looked as if Takayasu's left foot kind of slipped on the clay when he went in for a push. Or actually when he went in for a pull, maybe. It just slipped forward on the clay. And Atami Fuji just took advantage of the balance being off and he got one really good push in on Takayasu and Takayasu went down hard on his hip. Like the, my whole theme for day 10 was let's not break our elders. Let's just not break our sumo elders. And this was the first fight where that theme came into play because I don't like watching Takayasu get up slowly and kind of wince and gingerly walk back to his spot. And that's what was happening on this day. It doesn't say anything against Atami Fuji because it was great sumo. For Atami Fuji. And I am excited that Atami Fuji went to 9-1. I think that's great. It's really wonderful. But it was a really hard fall on Takayasu's hip. And I know Takayasu has had back problems. I wanted Takayasu to win this one. I really did. I thought he deserved the win. But I was thrilled to see the Atami Fuji smile at the end. And for me, it just sort of like highlighted the importance of really good balance in sumo. Your feet have to be on the clay. And it's no wonder that they train all the time to keep their feet flat on the clay. Because the minute one foot is not, people can push you over so much easier. So much easier. Okay. I enjoyed Mitakiyumi versus Gonoyama because it was like big dude Mawashi battle galore. It was like a heavy lifting competition. And that is always fun <laughs> to watch. Mitakiyumi went away with that win. Loved it. Uh, there was another let's take care of our elder match this time between Shodai and Tamawachi. It was just, again, one of those times where right at the edge, Shodai got underneath the armpits and twisted away right at the edge, doing one of his best moves. But this time, as they both went out and Shodai had this win, both of them fell off the doyo into the audience, and it looked as if Shodai fell right on Tamawashi's head. And that Mm. is a lot of man to fall on your head and neck. And again, Tamawashi was getting up really slowly, and he was really wobbly. That is just never fun for me to watch. Daesho versus Asanayama, wow. That's all I'm going to say. Wow. Daesho did huge pushes. One 
big chin push that Asanayama tried to escape from and couldn't. So Asanayama again down in the dirt loses to big old Daesho. Hoshoryu came out swinging and completely smothered Wakamoto Haru so badly. Wakamoto Haru couldn't go anywhere to escape. It was so fast and dominant. Probably took Wakamoto Haru out of the race, but it was like finally. Hoshoryu's back with his style of sumo. So that was great to see on day 10. Takakesho put down Ura. It took two matches to do it. We had a rematch because they both flew out at the same time, but he did it. Takakesho beat Ura by putting his hand on the back of Ura's head and slapping him down. That took Takakesho to seven and three, which means he is within striking distance of his Kashikoshi, and that is exciting. Uh, last fight of the day, just like, just fantastic because Nishkigi, Mr. Thunderpants, wrapped up Kirishima's arms and walked forward. He just made it look so easy wrapping up. Karishima's arms and walking him out. It was like it was no problem at all. So at the end of day 10, we've got our soul leader, Atami Fuji with 9-1, mm-hmm. followed by Takayasu at 8-2. and two. Who will not win. He will not win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then at 7-3, and three, we've got Takakesho, we've got Hokuto Fuji, we've got Onosho, we've got Endo, and someone else who I forgot to write down. Surugisho. There we go. Surugisho. And uh, I, it just continues used to be a basho of surprises and a basho which i'm really protective of sumo wrestlers and i don't want to see anyone get hurt and i cannot I wait to see who walks away with this i know well we will be back at you next week same time same place bringing you days 11 through 15 again get those bingo cards hot and ready and send them to our email with a proof of your bingo well marked and and don't make us search for it please write out all of the wrestlers so that we can easily see that you've got a bingo and we will mark it down and we will come back with you next week with our winner our highlights of the day and our bingo winners so until then i am leslie and i'm laurie see y'all later bye